Welcome into the Fantasy Football Fools Podcast. I'm Jesse. This is Also and Brandon. What's up, guys? I'm back, baby. <laughs> I know you guys missed me. Hey, you know, your, your buddy Skeletor, he did a great job. Yeah, he was outstanding. I think we got the most views we've ever had, so I don't know what that says. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, check us out anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you want to watch us, go to YouTube, the Fantasy Football Fools on YouTube. It's thrilling. The video is just amazing. Yes, it. it's us sitting here talking. Everybody needs to watch it. It's so great. Oh, yeah, let's get into some news and injuries. Oh, son of a... That's going to leave a mark. Tua. Oh, my goodness. Uh, if you guys don't know by now. everybody, I know. We're, we're really late to the party here, but uh, he basically shouldn't have been playing. It was dumb that he even went back into the game where he got hurt, and then he plays again this week, and then he just looked terrible when he fell in the hands, and it was just awful. It's like, I know it's Halloween, but we, that's something you don't want to see. So, yeah, for those... If, if there's anybody out who, there who doesn't know, last week uh, Tua had a, a hard hit. His head hit the the grass, and um, he got up and was wobbly and could hardly stand. He went to the locker room, came back in and played the second half. They said it was a back or neck injury, and he was okay. He was not concussed. So this week he uh, took a hard hit, and uh, and it did not look good. He could I, 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 you have his to body go just watch clenched it, yeah. up. His whole body just kind of clenched yeah. up. Like his yeah. brain didn't know what to do. Yeah. Exactly. So, and full disclosure, we just got done watching the Thursday night game, uh, Broncos, Colts, if you can even call it a game. So I'm, I'm going to be fired up today because that game was atrocious. Um, so speaking of Tua, here's the thing. We just watched a terrible game uh, this past Thursday night, but we all watched it, right? We're all watching it. Every week we watch football. We're never going to stop. Um, even when things like this happen, we still watch, right? And that's the only way some of these things change is, is if we stop watching. And no one's going to ever stop watching football. There's too much money to be made. There's too much um, advertisements, all these things. And so that's why these players are keep going back in the game. They're getting pushed to play. Like, it's, it's this crazy cycle, and we're all involved in it. We're all a part of it. Um, and it's never going to stop because there's just way too much money involved in all of these games. And that sucks. Yeah. And so we... And well, like, but on the other side, like what sucks about it even more is that even if he didn't play, people were still going to watch the game. Even if he was like, oh, he got hurt last week, so he's out. People are not going to stop watching because somebody's hurt. So it's like that it's even worse. Yeah. I think the idea is like the stars kind of sell the games, right? And again, two is not necessarily a star, but quarterbacks are usually kind of the guys that get the most spotlight and get the most run. And the NFL wants these guys to play. And so I think, yeah, it's just one of those things. It's unfortunate that it's come to this, but at least there's being some light shed upon it. Um, and we've already seen the kind of instant results of um, guys, you know, being knocked out of games and not coming back in and not being forced back in. So there's going to be a lot of changes coming with the protocol, and um, certainly we want everybody to be healthy. We want everybody to play if they can, but uh, this is just kind of a very enlightening moment for everybody who watches football. And, of course, that affects fantasy, but uh, who cares? Because uh, fantasy is safety. a fantasy game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so that uh, independent doctor that got fired, uh, he should have got fired because he was an independent doctor, <laughs> not associated with the team, right? Uh, all right, moving on. Javante Williams, torn ACL, season ending. Every year. Every year there's w at least one, you know, and uh, sadly uh, it was him this year, unfortunately. Yeah, this is the biggest injury I think we've had this season. Uh, you know, it was a second, third-round pick in most leagues. Um, 
you know, we had talked last week about kind of the running backs and splitting carries, and he and Melvin Gordon were obviously splitting the carries in Denver. Um, but Williams was really starting to kind of take the majority of those carries. He was getting more and more work, and he's clearly the most talented back on that team. So a big loss for Denver. On you know, They've been a team that struggled on offense all season. So uh, that's a big one that hurts. He's kind of a young, uh, up-and-coming star, and you hate to kind of take away a uh, season at you know, 22, 23 years old. If you got Melvin Gordon, uh, you are maybe jumping for joy, but that's going to be a, a tough backfield to figure out in the coming weeks. And you wouldn't think so. <laughs> right? You're like, oh, the main. It's Melvin. Yeah. yeah it's, oh, well, it's like there's two guys splitting the load. And then now it's like, oh, down to one guy. Obviously, it should be this guy. Let's pick up Latavius Murray. However, <laughs> yeah, yeah. However, that is not the case. Cordero Patterson, knee procedure. He's on the IR out at least four weeks. Yeah, he was having a pretty good start to the year, too. Whatever, um, you know, they've been doing in Atlanta, carried over from last season. He had a good start. Um, so definitely hurt or definitely hurts to see him banged up uh, again. It's not a great offense in Atlanta, but again, he had, he had definitely produced for the first few weeks. And so uh, definitely a change in that backfield coming as we move forward. And we'll talk about the pickups a little bit later, but a uh, couple guys you may look at in that backfield. Uh, if you want to Jonathan Taylor, ankle tests are negative. Uh, again, we just watched the game. He did not play. Uh, the game was atrocious. <laughs> Yeah, he he didn't play. I think it's just, you know, Thursday game off of a Sunday injury, so now it gives him the extra time to rest. I, I'm, I'm assuming he'll be back next Sunday. Um, and just to add to this, it's not on our list, but Naheem Hines, who came in for Jonathan Taylor, then he got knocked out with a concussion. So um, Indy's on, down to their third string running back. But again, I anticipate Taylor being back um, a week from Sunday. Yeah, it does not seem um, like, like a big deal as of now. Daniel Jones, ankle, day-to-day. I think he'll play. I mean, I don't know. I haven't really been following the Giants super closely because it's the Giants. And yeah, he he traveled today. They're they're in uh, London this week, so he traveled with the team today. So I would anticipate him playing. But there were another team last week, so he got hurt. And Tyrod Taylor. Yes, came that's in, what I was gonna say. And, and they, he, he got hurt, and so then they were running Wildcat with Saquon Barkley. So. Yeah, it was like yeah. Uh, it was like uh, he got hurt, and then he got taken out, and they were like, "Okay, well you're out," and he's like, "Okay." Well, that fine, but like, if I need to come back, can yeah. I? Can they I be available? Be yeah, you'll be able. Yeah, and then sure enough, there he goes back in, and I guess he was all right. And yeah, they just Barkley's the main attraction back again in New York. So yeah, and I think I mean going back to to the two, I think I think if it's an ankle injury and and you know it's it's not super serious, then yeah, I mean you can go in and play. If it's a concussion, that's a little bit. And, Bigger and, of a deal. And Jones did have two rushing touchdowns last week, too, before that ankle injury. So he was actually pretty successful on the ground prior to that injury. Tyrod Taylor, you talked about a concussion. Let's move on to Traylon Burke's turf toe. Those are hard, man. Those are rough because I remember A.J. Green had those a lot. I mean, I'm sure he still deals with it. But uh, back when he was, like, in his glory days in Cincy, he dealt with that a lot. And he missed a lot of games. And, you know, just kind of here and there. And it was always a turf toe thing. It's like one of those things that's just... Always around, it just never really goes away. I guess I don't know. Like super painful and uncomfortable, and, and it's, it's just like, like on your toe. You're yeah, it's like you can't run. Yeah, so so, uh, that's, so that's lingering is what I was. And Traylon Burks, he he's a you know a rookie prospect that was moving up, so that's gonna kind of put him back a little bit. Uh, Jameson Crowder, Buffalo, broken ankle. Yeah, so he's out for the year, and he was kind of splitting duties in the slot with Isaiah McKenzie, who um, was out with a concussion also. So 
I think uh, you're going to see McKenzie take on more of that third wide receiver role behind Stephon Diggs, Gabriel Davis, um, obviously a, a pass-heavy offense in Buffalo. So, again, assuming uh, Isaiah McKenzie clears concussion protocol when he plays, I think he's now solidly locked in as that number three uh, wide receiver in Buffalo. Jahan Dotson, hamstring, maybe out a couple of weeks. Yeah, I think he's been ruled out this Sunday already, um, and they've been kind of interesting offense. Again, we've talked about Carson Wentz a lot of times on this podcast, probably more than he deserves. Um, he was you know, good the first couple of weeks. He's been bad the last couple of weeks, but they've been spreading the ball around with Terry McLaurin, with uh, Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson, the rookie there. Um, they've all been getting work, so maybe you see an increased workload for uh, Terry McLaurin or Curtis Samuel this Sunday with Jahan Dotson out. All these rookies. Uh, Brian Hoyer, concussion. Bailey Zapp. Z- or Z- Zappy took over. Zap, I think it's Zap. Well, he was <laughs> zapping some stuff down the field, right? He, well, he did yeah, all right. He almost he took Aaron Rodgers to overtime. So yeah, uh, and he's like a like off the street kind of guy. Yeah, he was like a, nobody knows him, and he went to a small school too, right? Like he didn't go to like a major right. football college or anything. Yeah, so so Mac Jones was obviously out of the game. So Brian Hoyer started, and then he got concussed very very early. Yeah, Bailey Zappi came in, and Zap Zapp, now now you got me confused. <laughs> I think it, it is. Zappy, I think they called think. him Zappi. San Diego yeah. Chargers. They, they called him Zappi. So it we'll is go Zappy. with that. But yeah, then he came in, and again he he didn't do a ton offensively. I think he you know threw for about a hundred yards and a touchdown. But again, they were heavy underdogs to Green Bay. He kept them in the game, and they lost by three in overtime. When we talked about Isaiah McKenzie concussion, uh, I think he'll play this week. Uh, he just practiced uh, today, I believe, Thursday. So, um, Biggest pickups of the week. Let's go for quarterback. Who are you picking up? Jared Goff. He plays for uh, Detroit, not Atlanta. I don't know who wrote this. Yeah, there's a few typos <laughs> on this. So we got to get our secretary to, to not make any errors here. Yeah, Goff's been um, really good this year, actually. So, He's thrown four touchdowns, I think, in two of his four games this year. Detroit's obviously, I think they've scored the most points in the league. Um, I think I saw some crazy... They're averaging like 35 points a game. Yeah, and they're also like giving up 35 points a game. I think they, they their games have had 270 points in the four games. That's the highest all-time in the first four games Also, like, season. what was the stat about uh, Goff himself is like he's thrown, uh, I don't know if it was 300 or 400 yards in like a couple of games already. Ah, I don't remember what the he stat might, was, yeah, yeah. but it was something crazy where you're like... What is happening in Detroit? Yeah, he had 378 and four touchdowns this week. Again, they played Seattle, so that was a kind of matchup. Certainly helped him. But he was playing without DeAndre Swift, without Amon Ross St. Brown, without DJ Chark, and yeah. he still threw for nearly 400 yards and four touchdowns. So they've been just really scoring points in Detroit. I think we talked about the last couple of weeks. They score like every quarter, something crazy. I don't know if they did that still, but um, they he, had a long streak of that going. He is the number five quarterback in fantasy right now. Quick so. question. Would you rather, if you're a Rams fan, would you rather have him than Matthew Stafford right now? At this point, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I is would. It, is I mean, the offensive the, line? The thing maybe. is, their defense sucks so bad, and their offense is really great. So it's so like I every mean, game is going to be a shootout. Yeah, that's what, that's what you want in, in fantasy, right? Maybe maybe not for the actual football and for winning, but for fantasy, that's good. Um, and then the other one that is not on here, Geno Smith, Seattle. Yeah, that was the same game with, uh, with Detroit last week. They had an absolute shootout. Um, Seattle actually came out on top of that one, surprisingly. 48-45, two just terrible defenses. Um, Offenses that, again, we said Detroit's pretty good. Seattle's not that good, but, again, when you're playing against horrible defenses, it elevates your offense. And, yeah, Geno Smith was was and has been decent. I mean, this is, I don't know if this is controversial or not, but is Seattle better without Russell Wilson? 
You know, so I, far. I say that. Yeah, I mean, he he he. Uh, twenty three passes, three hundred twenty yards, two touchdowns, uh, and he ran a touchdown in too. Okay, uh, forty nine yards. So on I, the was, ground. I was I was mean, kind of waiting. Yeah, that's. I was waiting to jump in on this, but like you said, there's rants to come, and I think mine is coming right now, and it's about Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos entirely and in general. Before you start, can Broncos I can country. I? Let's rock. I, I do want to give you credit. You're probably going to say this yourself, but before the season, I think on our very first yes, podcast, yes. you said, oh, overhyped, and I don't know what they're doing. And yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, so I will give you credit for that one. Everybody was like like handing them the division. Everybody. Everywhere. Every news network. every Everything I ever like listened to, everybody was just handing them the division. Everybody. And I said, they're, it's not going to happen. They're not going to be that good. I mean, the defense is good, but like... They're not going to be the team that everybody thinks they're going to be. So thank you, Brandon, for acknowledging that. What I was going to say is now <laughs> how you said, are they is Seattle better without him? So far, yes. And is Denver better than they would have been with uh, who, who did they I have? I mean, Drew Locke. Drew Locke yeah, yeah. Lock might be better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what is happening? So <laughs> there's so much to say here. But basically, it's like, uh, you know, like in Seattle, like, oh, well, they suck because they don't let, they don't let him cook. Let Russ cook. Let Russ cook. He moves across town, and he can't even find the kitchen. So I don't even know <laughs> what, like, how do you go from, like, oh, it's, it's not my fault. They're not letting me throw the ball to <laughs> I throw an interception. That could, like, ah, it's just, it's just terrible. It's just terrible. Everything is burnt. <laughs> Everything is he, burnt. He hasn't even, like, he, fi- he can't find the kitchen. And then when he gets there, he doesn't know where the lights are. You know, and then he doesn't know how to turn the stove on. It's like all these things that are just not working in his favor. And everybody's so, so there. Everybody, like, he invited everybody over for dinner. Everybody's ready to eat. Everybody's ready for this buffet that he's going to provide. <laughs> and he is like, oh, let me call Domino's because I don't know what the hell I'm doing over here. <laughs> let me call Gino. Uh, yeah, no, uh, I, I get that. Um, do you think it's going to change over time because it's a new, you know, a new playbook, new, new So here's, here's the thing. Yeah, I, I think that was the... That's what people were saying after the first couple of weeks, but it's been five weeks at this point. We've seen five Denver Broncos games and I've seen zero improvement. So again, I think Russell Wilson's a big part of the problem. I think the head coach, Nathaniel Hackett's also equally as, as bad. Um, and he's also a big part of the problem. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this is his only season coaching the Broncos. They got new ownership now, um, so they didn't technically hire him. They weren't a part of that, so I could see them, um, especially the season continues the way it's, it's been going, getting rid of him after one year, bringing someone else in to kind of take over the reins. But, yeah, I, I am just so unimpressed with them. And, again, five games is a pretty good size sample size. Um, that's almost a third of the season. So, I mean, if I had to guess, yeah, it gets better because I don't know that it can get it much worse. It can't get worse. And, and like we were talking about earlier when we were watching the game, it's like they're two and two. <laughs> like it's like how they have gotten lucky. Like on the, who they beat? They beat, uh, beat the Texans, and then they beat the 49ers in the ugly Sunday night, like twelve to ten. Kind of like was the, this game. Was yeah. that the first game that Jimmy was back, or was that, or was I, he? Oh, it might have been. Yeah, I think it was the first Jimmy G game. Was that his? Was. Like when he started, or was he like? Was it? No, it was he started right. Yeah, yeah, yeah he started. He started. So the it was Sunday like, night game. Okay, but that's they they really should not have beat the 49ers. No, I don't know what happened. Oh, they yeah, beat them eleven to ten. Sorry, I gave them an extra point on there. Eleven. And so, and that's the thing is like all the games have been like this, where it's like ugly scores with like. So let me rattle off their five games. Week one at Seattle, they lose seventeen to sixteen. Week two, they beat the Texans sixteen to nine. Week three, they beat the 49ers eleven to ten. Eleven. Again, we haven't <laughs> gone over seventeen points for either team so far. 
Uh, and then I'm going to actually skip the Raider game. So then the Colts tonight, they obviously lose 12 to 9. The Raider game, 32 33. That was the only game where they actually points scored. Other than that, both teams under 17 points. It's just ugly, ugly football in Denver. How many touchdowns do you think Russell Wilson has scored? Wait, like, like thrown or, or just he, he's run, he ran one in, he threw, no, he's probably thrown. I think he threw two and ran one against the Raiders, but other than that, he's only thrown like one other touchdown. So I'm gonna say four total. Uh, five total, one rush and four. Yeah, in five games, in five, so he's yeah, having one games. touchdown yeah. a game. Yeah. Yeah. And he and he's not running like he used to either. So yeah, I, so I guess again, doesn't really circle back around. We're a fantasy football podcast. I'm safe to say I I think he's droppable. Oh yeah, I, absolutely. I don't know how, oh, yeah. how you can start him? Yeah, yeah. No, get get someone else. Get Carson Wentz. I mean, he's horrible too. But I mean, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people to pick up. Yeah. Uh, let's let's go through these quick because uh, obviously this comes out on Friday. So if you guys uh, just check, you know, if, if you need someone this week, just um, talk for a long time some of these about people. Russell Wilson and the <laughs> Broncos. <laughs> Way to go, us. Uh, Jared no, Goff, Geno Smith, pick them up when you drop Russell Wilson. Exactly. Uh, of course, Tyler uh, Algier and Caleb Huntley, Atlanta. Uh, yeah. What do you think moving forward? Those are the fill-ins for Cordero Patterson. As you mentioned earlier, he's out for at least four weeks. Um, Algier looked like the guy last week. He He's a rookie from BYU. He's gotten gotten some pretty good pub. Um, I think he's the guy I'd rather have uh, moving forward. But again, I think it's Patterson's job probably when he comes back. So these are just a few, um, you know, four-week like, fillers. Yeah, exactly. Especially bye weeks. Are bye weeks starting up soon? Week so. six. Yeah, yeah next week are. we start yeah. buys. Yeah. Alexander Mattinson, uh, he's probably taken, uh, but... You know, maybe give him a look. Mike Boone in Denver. Uh, uh, Latavius Murray, they also uh, snatched up as well. So maybe uh, get a look there in some deeper leagues. Um, Raheem Mostert, Miami. Brian Robinson, Washington. Yeah, can I stop you there real yeah. quick? I think mm-hmm. Brian Robinson is a name to, to really monitor. He was the guy, I think you probably heard, you know, preseason he got shot right before the season started. He was out at least the first four in weeks. In the buttocks. Yeah, so he was slated to be the starter over Antonio Gibson coming into the season. Again, I don't know what a you know gunshot wound does to you. I, I'm happy to say I've never had to deal with that, but I don't know how that affects you coming back and playing football. But again, they've activated him he started practicing so they have to add him to the active roster within 21 days so he is going to be playing games within the next two weeks um and so i'm very curious to see what happens if he goes back to his role that we saw before the season um or if he's kind of stuck in a timeshare with gibson i don't know that this the coaching staff loves antonio gibson so i think there's definitely um, some upside to brian robinson he could be a guy that has a big impact um in that backfield Mark Ingram, you don't have to worry about uh, Latavius Murray anymore, so uh, maybe give him a look. Uh, and we talked about Latavius Murray, of course. Uh, there, there's uh, some other or some wide receivers. Here we go. Wandale Robinson, what do you think about him? Giants. Yeah, so the Giants have no receivers. They're all hurt. And Kenny Galladay got hurt. Sterling Shepard obviously got hurt a couple weeks ago. Kadarius, and he's out for the season, right? Yeah, yeah. Sterling Shepard is. Kadarius Tony like, never plays. He might as um, well be out for the season. Yeah, he's always got something hurt. So it's like they need a guy. And they drafted Robinson in the second round this year. Um, so at some point... He might be their number one option. Again, not a great passing offense with Daniel Jones, but he's going to be a guy who's going to be on the field just because they don't have anybody else. Josh Reynolds, Detroit. He, uh, so what we were saying earlier, what Brandon was saying is that like all the Detroit receivers were out 
and so he got a lot of play. Yeah. So I don't know that he's going to continue to get as much attention when all those guys come back. I think when Amon Ra is back, yeah, he's going to be obviously the, the number two. But he's, I think he's still worth a look, I don't know especially that he's in the deeper format. Like you got, uh, he, so yeah, I think he is. Um, He's the number three normally. Obviously, yeah, Amon Ra was out. Chark was out. Yeah. They have Hawkinson. Oh, Chark, yeah. um, But Detroit's on a bye next week. So I think they're keeping Swift out. They're going to keep Amon Ra out this week just to give him that extra, you know, they get the extra week next week with the bye. So Reynolds is a good play this week if you have him. Um, you know, if, we, if you, you know, need a wide receiver for this week, I think he's good for one more week. But coming back, I think they're at full health, and then he falls further down the depth chart. Do you know who Detroit Still, is playing with, this with week? That, with that offense, I, New England. Real, 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 real quick, with, with 48 points, I mean, it's someone to look at. You know, I'm in a league that has, uh, I mean, three wide receivers, two running backs, and two flex positions. So, I mean, and there's, you know, 12 people in the league. So, I mean, if you're looking for someone like that, yes, I mean, Josh Reynolds is, is a play in, in a league like, league like that. Possibly. I just think they have so many guys, right? We talked about DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams are both top seven running backs when they were playing. We have Amon Ross St. Brown. We had a big day from TJ Hawkinson. We have DJ Truck. Like, there's just so many guys. At some point, they're going to stop scoring all these points. But yeah, I think he's definitely a yeah. play this week. And then if someone was to go down, yeah, certainly a play moving forward. Romeo Dobbs, Green Bay. Yeah, I like this one a lot. Um, yeah. Again, we've talked about Green Bay a lot and just who's going to step up for Devontae Adams. Um, he looked great last week. The last two weeks, I think he's led them in targets. Um, kind of what we thought Alan Lazard would do. but Because can I stop you right there? I mean, I don't want you to lose track, but I want to pat myself on the back again because uh, when we did, like, talking before the season and people were saying, like, oh, yeah, Lazard because he's the only guy. Like, so you might as well pick him up. And I was like, yeah, but he's terrible and he's not going to do anything. And, you know, he has brick hands and all that stuff. Uh, Well, look at where we are now. (laughs) So it's like I hope you didn't spend a a draft pick on Adam Lazard because – you know. or, or or Alan Lazard either. He's That's what I said. <laughs> That's what I said. Alan Lazard. Uh, I think Robio Dobbs is is coming into his own. Yeah, he's uh, the rookie. Well, it's like you know, after you, you catch th- something, then you're like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is like, okay, I'll throw it to you again because you caught well, it. And that's what it is. I mean, it's learning the playbook, playing in practice over and over and over again, and getting those reps. And I think as the season goes on, yeah, he's going to be more and more valuable. Yeah, and he, he he had a good week this week. He obviously scored the touchdown, but he also dropped uh, like a forty-two yard touchdown. Also, that would have won them in, in I think in overtime or just in, in the fourth quarter. Um, so had the potential to have an even bigger day, even after having you know one touchdown uh, and you know fifty yards last week. Could have been over a hundred with a couple touchdowns. Robert Woods, Tennessee, had a good game. Yeah, he's fine. You know, again, he's kind of a guy that you know, kind of know what the floor is with him. He's going to catch a lot of balls, probably not a ton of yardage. Again, Tennessee's got to throw to somebody. We talked about Burks being injured before. So Woods is kind of the number one receiver there. So if you kind of just need eight to ten points, he's probably your guy. Uh, George Pickens, Pittsburgh. Uh, we have yet to see. I mean, he played, but it was kind of like, oh, coming in the middle of the game. And, you know, it was kind of like a – disaster kind of thing and he threw what like three interceptions or whatever i don't know it was just like i feel like he was put in a situation that he wasn't ready for completely you're you're thinking of the quarterback <laughs> can he pick it this is george, george pickens, pickens but, wide receiver but they go hand in hand yeah, so yeah, they do. so yeah he did come in he threw yeah. three interceptions They're two similar last names he did know. run in he did rush for two touchdowns he gave a little bit of life to that pittsburgh offense so trubisky hadn't been getting in done this year but the way that that plays it, so now he's the starter moving forward. Kenny Pickett, um, and his his favorite target is George Pickens. So Pickens was over 100 yards last week. Most of it with when Pickens came into the game, or when Pickett came into the game. This is going to be confusing for yeah, years to come. Peas, Both yeah. these guys, Pickens, Pickett, Pickett, Pickett for Pittsburgh. Yeah, so I I actually like Pickens as a guy moving forward. 
Um, they have Deontay Johnson. They have Claypool, but Claypool hasn't really done much since his rookie season. So I think Pickens slides into that number two role. And again, he has the rapport with Kenny Pickett. Um, so I think you could see some big weeks come from Pickens moving forward. But beware, because I think the next like two or three weeks, they have good defenses that they're playing against, oh, right? It, it's brutal, yeah. It's, yeah, so it's not good. It's, they play Buffalo this week, which that's not good. Yeah. Then they play Tampa Bay. Yeah. They play Miami. And they play the Eagles, and then it's like Saints and it's, Bengals. It's going to be so. a rough road. and uh, Rookie quarterback, that's a tough stretch. Yeah, like that's so like, oh, you're getting thrown into the basically like the deep end of the pool. Like, just, hey, welcome to the NFL. Let's see what happens. Michael Gallup, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, he came back last week, scored a touchdown as well. Um, and again, I think Dallas is getting Dak back next week. Um, and so, you know, good passing offense. You have CeeDee Lamb. I think Gallup can, can make a name for himself. So definitely got to consider as we move forward with bye weeks. Uh, tight end, you got Mo Alley-Cox, scored two, tu- two touchdowns. Uh, what do you think moving forward? I mean, he's a flyer, I think. He's like a Hail Mary, I think. Uh, yeah, tonight... One catch for seven yards. Yeah, there you go. I was just saying, we just watched. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was nothing. waiting for it. I, I, I knew somebody. Never saw him. <laughs> never saw him. <laughs> I saw him once. I think I saw the one catch. Yeah. I was just like, oh, there he is. Yeah. I, I just saw Touchdown kickers and defenses. Indy's passing offense hasn't been good. Uh, defense, Jacksonville, uh, maybe someone to look at uh, to pick up this week. Uh, I would say no, but if you're desperate, sure. Yeah, probably not this. Oh, no, this week, yeah. They're playing the Texans. That's why we got them on here. Oh, so that's definitely right. Okay, a potential okay option. that makes and, sense. And so. they've been good. Yeah, they've been good. All right, let's talk about some of our fantasy tops. The best in the business. Quarterback Jared Goff, 26 for 39, 374 yards, four touchdowns, one interception, one sack, 41 fantasy points. We talked about him. We talked about it earlier. He's, He's better great. than Matt Stafford right now, so yeah. Uh, Geno Smith, 23 for 30, 320 yards, two touchdowns. We also talked about him. He also had seven rushes, 49 yards, and a touchdown. He gets it done through the air and on the ground. Don't write him off. Quarterback eight this year so far. Tom Brady finally had a a great game, 385 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, So, you know, he gave you the – he said, I'm going to get a divorce, and then he's like, let me have a good game. So. Yeah, he's back. And, and again, I think that has to do with getting his weapons back, right? Evans had the one-game suspension. He came back. Chris Godwin was hurt. He came back. Julio played last week. So when he has his weapons, I think he's going to be really successful moving forward. And then uh, we just watched the game <laughs> tonight. But Russell Wilson last week, 237 yards, two touchdowns. He looked like, okay, maybe they're going in the right direction. And then... It was probably because it was against the Raiders. They played the Raiders. Yeah, they played the Raiders. And it's like, oh, they're going to make everybody look good all season, apparently. Makes sense. Wide receivers, Mike Evans, uh, we just talked about 103 yards, two touchdowns. He's back. Justin Jefferson doing his thing, 147 yards um, and a rushing touchdown. T. Higgins was the one this week, 124 yards and one touchdown. Uh, You're still going to put Chase in if you got him. Debo Samuel, 115 yards and one touchdown. And guess what? That was all through receiving. Yeah, he was great. He uh, he was elusive. He had that one. I don't know if you guys saw that touchdown that he had. He broke oh, 100 it was, tackles. It was so good. Ran yeah. all over the field. Yeah, it was incredible. I'm that's, not going to say I told that's you That's what so, he does. But when Jimmy was back, I was like, he's going to be better again. He's going to like go back to his normal Debo state. And then look at what happened. Back to his normal Debo. I mean, he didn't rush, but still. Tyreek Hill, 10 for 14, 160 yards. 
There we go. Coming back on the no touchdowns, but still you got you got seventeen points out of him. Did you hear that interview he was doing when they asked him about his quarterback? He's like, "Oh, you're going to be playing with you know a different oh, quarterback, Teddy like, Bridgewater." Yeah, he's like, "With Teddy, what do you, are you, how you feel about your production or whatever?" And he's like, his answer was like, "I could like I can produce with you at quarterback." <laughs> he told the guy that was interviewing him, "Like, dude, I don't care. I'm going to do my thing." And I was like, "You know what? I believe him." And then Jamal Agnew. Who knows what team he's plays for? Uh, I was gonna say, I do. I was gonna ask you guys the same question. Uh, four for six, fifty yards, and two touchdowns. Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville. You know, they're they're a sneaky play, um, but they're gotta get them on the right week. That's yeah, all. inconsistent. Uh, running backs: Josh Jacobs. Finally, twenty-eight for one hundred and forty-four yards and two touchdowns. Uh, the Raiders got it done. They won a game finally. Rashad Penny, seventeen for one fifty-one and two touchdowns. Austin Eckler, let's talk about this guy. You drafted him, maybe number one, I don't know, two, three, and you're like, what the hell is going on with Austin Eckler? Well, this week he gave you 60 yards, two touchdowns, and 49 yards uh, rushing, no, uh, through the air, and one touchdown. So three TDs. Yeah, I think if you're an Eckler owner, you're finally breathing a sigh of relief. But are Um, you still worried? Eh, a little bit. Again, that was against Houston. I, I, I think he's somewhere in between. So the first three weeks, he's had six points, eight points, four points. Obviously, he said 28 this week. I think he's somewhere in the middle there. I, I'm concerned about his rushing. That was the first uh, rushing. That was the first any touchdown he had. But his his stat lines, uh, here, here's his rushing stat line. 14 carries for 36 yards week one. 14 carries for 39 yards week two. Four carries for five yards week three. And then even in this game, 13 carries for 60 yards, which isn't great. He had the two touchdowns that certainly helped him. But his value comes in the receiving game. And this was the first game he was finally able to do a lot through the air. Um, again, it helped with a healthy Herbert. It helped, you know, playing Houston. So we'll see moving forward. But I think you're much happier now, obviously, than you were after week uh, one, two, and three. Yeah, like you said, you're breathing. Miles Sanders, uh, 134 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, Philly's doing their thing. Yeah, they run the hell out of the ball. And this is actually a stat I wanted to bring up with Eckler, but this is in general. So um, saw this stat. So Saquon Barkley is the number one running back in fantasy right now. He has 86 fantasy points. That's the lowest um, for an overall running back one through the first four weeks of a season since 1997. <laughs> so it's been like 25 years. So the running backs are dead, basically, is what we're saying. Has, yeah. yeah, yeah. there's just not a lot of good running backs, and that, that really shows it. And uh, the committee is real, man. The committee is real. It's all about wide receivers. Somebody made a song one time, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide. Inspired by a really good uh, fantasy football you know, manager. But was, it wins a that lot. Was, that was... Uh, Way ahead of his time. <laughs> uh, Jamal Williams, uh, 108 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, tight ends. TJ Hawkinson blew up 179 yards and two touchdowns. I think this is becoming a Detroit Lions podcast. That seems to be all we're talking about, <laughs> yeah. but their offense is so good right now. Mo Ali Cox, we talked about him. He had two touchdowns. Travis Kelsey doing his thing. And Gerald Everett is a, a great pickup for tight end uh, if you need someone. And if he's available, he's probably not. Uh, Greg Joseph was the kicker of the week. He got you 18 fantasy points. It's like the, the uh, Janikowski days. That's what this reminds me of. You know, it's like the Raiders couldn't score a touchdown to save their lives. So it was like, Janikowski can kick a 60-yarder. So <laughs> yeah. It was like seven field goals in a game. Exactly. 
defense, San Francisco had 21 points. Philly had 16 points. Uh, and those were your two big ones for the week. Let's, uh, let's move into – you ready for it? Yeah. yeah you you blew it! Button. You blew it. Fantasy face plants. These guys suck. It's like you always catch yourself off guard. Like, all right, uh, yeah, I'm going to move into this next section. Oh, you crap, it's suck. me. Yeah, yeah, I that's got. you. <laughs> uh, Trevor Lawrence. At least you were ready for that one. He had a great game last week. Uh, not so much this, this week. Um, negative one point. 174 yards, two touchdowns, but one interception, two sacks, and four fumbles lost. Yeah, that was uh, great news for my defense. I had Philly, so that certainly <laughs> helped. But, yeah, you got to take care of the ball. And they were still in the game. That's the thing. They lost by eight points, and they turned the ball over, what's that, five is, times is, just is from their quarterback? Is that Philly, or is that him? Yeah, I think it's a combo of both. Okay, I'll take that. Wide receiver, Chris Godwin, three catches, 30 yards. So I I'm already, I, I got a bone to pick with this one. So you're putting on here as a face plant, three for 30. That's, that's fine. I'm, I mean, again, yeah, not I a mean, great week, but he's coming back off an injury. He played the second most snaps uh, in the NFL this week at wide receiver, not just his own team in the NFL. So I saw it as a side of encouragement. I'm happy to see what he does moving forward. Um, and I think he's going to have a big day uh, this week on Sunday. But that's why we're here. We're here to tell the people, don't worry. It's Chris Godwin. He's going to be okay. Jalen Waddle, is he going to be okay? Uh, two for 29 yards and three points. Yeah, he and Terry Kill, same players. They just spike weeks, low weeks. You know. Boomer bust, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Running back Melvin Gordon, uh, we just saw him play again, uh, and, and he got, I don't know, his stats. We talked about how he should be the man, but how he could not. I mean, he leads the league in fumbles with a well, lot. And, and he, had, he had a fumble last week, and the Raiders he has, well, he has returned it for a five fumbles in the year, right? Something yeah, he like had that. negative Something two like, points yeah. in fantasy last week. And so we were saying, week. like, okay, well, uh, with Williams out for the year, and really nobody else. It's like it should be his backfield on, on his own. But then you have uh, Boone, who's like a special uh, teams guy who they use when they need to in the you know, running backs. So you're like, okay, well, they might move him or whatever. But then they go and they sign Latavius Murray, who could be like, a, like oh, let's use this guy at the uh, goal line or some, uh, or some crazy thing. You never know. Because Latavius has always but, been that kind of guy, though, I mean, to like just come in and just – Ruin your day. But he, here's the thing. I mean, he had 15 carries for 54 yards uh, today. Uh, this will come out on Friday, but we're recording this on Thursday. Uh, and he had three receptions for 49 yards. So, I mean, he had over yeah, he was like, 100 yards. Total. And he didn't lose the ball. So, it was like I think That's that was like the one. test. Like, I think if he had not done well today, he would have lost his job. You know? And uh, luckily, I think he will still. Gets to survive for one more week. Yeah. <laughs> Trivia time. Who are the two oldest running backs in the NFL. Oh, this is tough. Oh, I got to think about this one. Um, I mean, it could very well be Mel- Melvin Gordon. Um, who the okay, okay, hell? Starters or backups? Uh, could be either. Just combo. Just, yeah, just okay, the two okay, oldest guys okay. that are on rosters. Thinking like uh, I'm going to say Leonard Fournette and Melvin Gordon. No. I, I'm sorry, not, not Leonard Fournette. He's not that old. Melvin Gordon and... It's not, it's not Melvin Gordon. <laughs> Damn it. I have no idea. So just because we were talking about it, Latavius Murray, 32 oh, okay. years old. He's one. Yeah. And the other one is Mark Ingram. I was, getting, oh, I was like, there's right, somebody yeah. that I couldn't both think Both 32 of, but, yeah. and both were playing for the Saints last week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And effectively. I was going to say Damian Williams. Yeah. I don't know how old he is, but 
He's also crazy, like 32 and out of the league, and here's Tom Brady, 45, still playing, <laughs> right? Well, I mean, yeah, Tom Brady doesn't have hits, to. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, who do we got here? Uh, tight end, Mark Andrews. Oh, no, we, we skipped James Robinson. He was 8 for 29 yards, 2 points. You worried? No, I think he's no, still I the think, guy there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mark Andrews, two catches, 15 yards. You can't worry about him. No, you're going to play him yeah. every yep. time. Absolutely. All right, we got a game to play here, guys. I'm going to – this is called Smash uh, – I can't even talk. Smash, <laughs> Trat. Oh, still can't, still can't, you, can't, you can't talk. You can't read. What can you do? You can't push buttons at the right time. <laughs> Take three. Smash, Stash, or Trash, okay? So I'm going to give you three names. You have to smash one, which means they're gonna smash it. They're gonna, you're gonna, they're gonna be a start, okay, certain. Okay, I don't lineup. have to smash them. Right? <laughs> I just want to get the rules it's right. A, Did you guys it, make this up last week when I was in it's here? It's a pants on smash. Okay, okay. <laughs> they're in your starting lineup. They're gonna smash it that week. Stash them. They're gonna be on your bench, or you're gonna stash them for later. Or trash them. They're gone. You're gonna drop them. You're gonna get rid of them. Okay. Yeah, what I if you want to do two of those to the so same So the guy? hardest part of this game is the name. Just saying <laughs> yeah, the name. There it is. I think I got the it rest of it. It definitely is. You know, def- definitely haven't you know, had a beer today at all. Uh, all right, Jared Goff, Geno Smith, and Derek Carr. Oh, man, why you got to do this to me? <laughs> so can I ask a question? Is this for like this week or for the season? It's for the season. Like the rest of the season. Like, as you see them, yeah, uh, okay. as of now in the season. Goff, Carr, and Geno. That's Smith. exactly what. Oh wait, is that where you're? Is that your? No, answer? no, I'm just. I'm asking. Oh, that's my answer. So Smash? you're smashing I'm Goff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like hard right now because he's on fire. He is. He's super hot, so I gotta smash him. You know, and then uh, stash Carr because I believe, I believe that he is gonna. You know, his team's gonna come together, and I. You know, I still have hope. I haven't lost all hope. I think it might be too late for the team. You know, for the year, but I do think that they're going to get it, kind of get it together, and uh, have a stronger ending than how they started. And Geno Smith, even though he's doing really good right now, I don't think he can keep it going through for the whole year. Like I just don't, I just don't see it happening. I could be wrong. I probably am wrong, but I just don't see it happening. So I think, yeah, I would trash Smith also. Just again, not not that he's a terrible player; he's playing bad, but just he's the least of the three quarterbacks that we were given. Um, Smash, gosh, yeah, I think it has to be Goff. Again, I think the schedule is a little harder moving forward. I think I, I do like the prospects of Carr, but yeah, I think I think we had it in the in the right order. So we're smashing Goff, we're stashing Carr, we're trashing Smith. All right, Gerald Everett, Dallas Goddard, T.J. Hawkinson. Not for the week. I know T.J. went off, but this is uh, as you see them. For the remainder of the season or, or in the near future. Okay, so I am I'll take this one first. I'm gonna smash Goddard. I think he's been consistent. Hertz has been throwing the ball well. I'm going to stash Hawkinson. Um I like what that offense has been doing. I think they keep it up. And then I'm trashing Everett only because of the fact that he's been getting a lot of targets. Keenan Allen's been out. So I think when he comes back, his target share goes down. Um, and again, I think he's just the least of the three, but I'd be happy to have all of these guys on my roster. Oh, man. This, this I mean, they're all kind of, you know, there. So it's really hard to just be like, whoa, this guy is so much better than this other guy. Like, But I guess I will smash for the season. <laughs> no, I'm going to go. I'm going to smash Goddard. I'm going to stash. 
Yeah, Hawkinson and Trash. Yeah, yeah Everett. Yeah. So yeah, we're in agreement here. Yeah. That doesn't happen. That's often. Good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you heard it here. You no, know, it's like you're right. I know, and I'm thinking of like just the offenses in general. Yeah. You know, so like that's you want the guys on good offenses that good, yeah. good, good quarterback play. Yeah. Right? All right, uh, this is for you listeners out here. This is uh, who we think you should smash. Stash or trash? I got it right. Look at that. I'm in Ross St. Brown, Marquise Brown, and AJ Brown. All the Browns. Oh, what can Brown do for you? <laughs> I am going. Right. I'm going to smash uh, Brown. I'm going to stash Brown, <laughs> and I'm going to trash Brown. <laughs> I'm going to smash. I'm in Ross St. Brown. Yeah, of course. Me too. I'm stashing AJ Brown, and I'm trashing Marquise Brown again. Marquise Brown only trashing him. They're going to get back DeAndre Hopkins. I don't trust Kyler Murray. Um, I think he's the least likely of those guys. Almanra's just been, we've seen it every single, again, he's hurt right now, but the last six weeks, the last season, the first two weeks of this season, we've just seen it. Again, A.J. Brown, great player also. I just trust Amonra a little bit more than A.J. He's a beast, yeah. He's a beast right now. Yeah, I agree with that also, to make it short. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Miles Sanders, Aaron Jones. Oh, Okay. Okay. This one's easy for me, so I'm going to defer to you on this one. Okay. <laughs> See if we agree. All right. I think that uh, I think that right now I'm going to have to smash Sanders, stash Aaron Jones, and trash the other guy. Who was it? Yeah, Clyde Edwards-Hiller. I'm trashing yeah. him also. Yeah, his, there's his no way he's going to. aren't real. They're yeah. not. We've. We've seen it before, and and, and it's I can't no. There's no way he's going to. And guess guess what order they are right now in fantasy points. Clyde oh, no, yeah. yeah, he's first, but that's not sustainable. It's not. Sustainable. Um, so okay. I I would actually have an opposite though. I would smash Aaron Jones, stash Miles Sanders. I just I trust Aaron Jones more. The offense is is I trust Aaron Rodgers more. That he's going to be so involved. Miles Sanders, I'm not completely sold on him quite yet. So I'm just I'm stashing him for now. All right, one more running back, one here. Jeff Wilson Jr., Brees Hall, or James Conner? I'm going to smash Brees Hall. I think he's on the up and up. He's taking over that job. He's getting more work every year or every week. Uh, I'm going to stash. I'm going to stash James Conner. I still think he gets a lot of goal line work. And then I'm going to trash Jeff Wilson Jr. Because um, Debo's there, huh? Now he goes there. Legend Mitchell's going to come back at some point. They got a rookie that's hurt that's coming back. Yeah, I just, I think he's the least of the three. I uh, so we finally disagree. I'm going to smash Wilson. Oh, okay. I feel like every time, like first of all, everybody's always hurt there, and I feel like he's always the one who like gets the big chunk, at, like every, for the last couple of years because he's always the one that like survives, you know. And even like he gets hurt for a week or two, and then he's back, and he's always like still kind of like the the main guy back there. I think. And so I don't see it changing again. It's like, you know, going back to like the back to the whole like Jimmy thing. Oh, it's back to the old, you know, back to the usual thing. And I so I think it's just he's just going to keep going the rest of the year. Um, not that he's going to be like amazing, but he's just going to be like the main guy, I think. And then uh, and then I will stash Hall and I'm going to trash Connor. I I don't think he's really going anywhere anymore. He had a great year last year, but it was like a one and done type thing. Yeah. All right, let's do uh, let's do two more here. So, Drake London, Garrett Wilson, and Jahan Dotson, the rookies. I'm going to, man, I'm gonna smash Drake London. I'm going to stash Jahan Dotson. I'm gonna trash. 
Garrett Wilson. I like what I've seen from London so far. Um, he's been pretty consistent all four weeks. Um, Wilson trashing him just because, uh, again, Zach Wilson coming back. I'm not sure what that rapport is quite yet. And Jahad Dotson, we've seen him. He scored every week that he's played. So, again, he's missing this week because of an injury, but we've seen him produce so far. Okay, our trash is the same again, but I'm actually going to smash Dotson. So just opposite in those two. All right. And then lastly, <laughs> let's go to the uh, the old boys right here. We just saw him play tonight, though. So, you know, this was made before tonight's performance. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Russell Wilson, the OGs. Well, this is an easy trash. <laughs> yeah. Russell Wilson Russell is just Wilson. complete garbage. Um, I'm smashing Tom Brady again. I think we saw him uh, back this past week, 300 yards, three touchdowns. And then Rodgers again. We just, I mean, they're they're winning games and they're playing football, but they're running the ball a lot. I just don't think his numbers are going to be as good as Brady's. Yeah, smash. There Brady. you have it. Smash, stash, or well, trash. He's going to be single soon too. So yeah, he's going to be super smashing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the week three matchups. Uh, let's go over our numbers. So the score, wins and losses for us. Uh, before last week, I was four and seven. Eliseo was four and seven, and Brandon was five and six, coming back from the zero and three. That's right. Man, I can't believe that that happened. <laughs> oh wait, it gets worse. Just wait till we get to the next <laughs> segment. Uh, last week's picks. Okay, so we had. Uh, let me see. I got it on here. We had. What games did we have? We had uh, Miami. Cincinnati on the Cincinnati. Thursday night. Yep. Cincinnati by four. And Cincinnati won 27 to 15. We had Baltimore and Buffalo. Buffalo by three and a half. Buffalo won by three. They didn't cover. Kansas City and Tampa Bay. Kansas City by two. And Kansas City won 41 to 31. And then we had the Rams and the Niners. 49ers by two and a half. And they won by a lot. 24 to nine. So I had Miami. Baltimore, Tampa Bay, San Francisco. Brandon, you had Cincinnati, That's Baltimore. A That's a win. Kansas City. That's a win. The Rams. Don't worry about that one. Eliseo, <laughs> Cincinnati, Buffalo, Kansas City, and the Rams. So for all of you keeping score, which is nobody out there, Eliseo <laughs> is now 6-9. and nine. I'm 6-9, and nine, and Brandon is 8-7. and seven. Two-game lead after starting 0-3. Let's That's go. A, I'm going to get you back this week. Let's go. Uh, yeah, so let's let's go. Let's talk about some of these games right here. So uh, I'm going to go straight into the four uh, that we're going to pick. Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo by 14.5 points. Ooh, that's a spread. Buffalo. All day. All right. That wow, was easy. No hesitation. <laughs> no, that was that's quick. not even. Yeah. No. Yeah. They're going to put up tons of points. 14 and a half is a lot. Anytime I see a number like that, I always, always, always take the underdog because we've seen crazy things happen. But we have. But but I'm also taking yeah. Buffalo <laughs> again. They're going to score. Quarterback. So that's the thing. I think Buffalo scores. Pittsburgh banged up on defense. But Buffalo scores, let's just say 30. I think they score 30 at least. I don't think that Pittsburgh scores 14. No, so, yeah. Uh, they yeah. might score 14. Maybe, but I think might, Buffalo gets like a defensive touchdown. They get like a pick six, and, and their offense will be good. So I'm going to take Buffalo, and it hurts me to take minus 14 and a half, but I'm still going to take Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, as much as I think you guys might be right, 
Go that's against a, that's us. a go huge against spread. Us so you know what? Pickens to pick it all day. Let's go with Pittsburgh. Uh, I love that you. I love that you went yeah. the opposite. I'm not afraid to put it on the line, guys. Boom or bust, right? All right, Detroit Lions versus uh, the New England Patriots. New England by two and a half points. I'm upset at Detroit because I play this pool, you know, aside from you guys uh, for money. And I, I played like, too. I won this week. And I was like, oh, you know what, Detroit? Like, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna do it this week, and they did not. They did not. So they did not. That was the highest scoring game so far this year. So you guys pick first. I don't, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Detroit. I was actually surprised New England was favored. I guess maybe Mac Jones is playing this week, but again, they might have Bailey Zappi, their third string quarterback. Detroit scores a ton of points. I don't know that New England can can keep up. Um, so I'm kind of getting a free two and a half points here. I think so. I'm I'm gonna take the Lions. I mean, th- this may be the best defense. I, I don't know. Has Detroit like played an actual good defense yet? They played Philly. And they scored oh, like they 35. Yeah, yeah they still scored a yeah. lot. And yeah, I'm also going to take Detroit on this. I think that they can easily, uh, they don't have to cover. They're just going to win. So there The you only reason why I'm kind of like, oh, man, it doesn't matter about the quarterback is because you can run on Detroit all day. And between Harris and Stevenson. Spoiler alert. More on that later. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> I missed something. No, we got balls to the wall. <laughs> oh, gotcha. That's what I was like, wait, what happened in the real world? Oh no, you're just talking about this, okay? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the only thing that I was thinking. I was like, uh, even if with whatever quarterback, if they could just run it because Detroit can't stop the run, they can run it. They can run 300 yards between those two guys and score four touchdowns. So it's like, oh, I don't know. So, God, it hurts me, but I'm actually glad to go against you guys. I'm gonna take New England. All right, this is gonna be a good good week yeah, here. Also, we also Detroit, also Detroit screwed me last week. So. Oh, I love it. You're still upset. Uh, Atlanta Falcons versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay by seven and a half points. Atlanta. I'm gonna take my man Tinder yeah. Tom. <laughs> Tinder Tom. <laughs> Nice. I, I like yeah, it. I Is that copyright the TV that 12? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tinder boy 12. <laughs> Tommy Tampa. T- <laughs> Tinder Tommy. He's, he, let's go. T- Tinder boy 12. I think that's the winner right yeah. there. <laughs> that's a good one. We still got to start that hashtag. You heard it right here first, folks. That's right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Tinder boy also. <laughs> yeah, how could you not after that explanation? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say... They're going to win by seven points, not seven and a half. And I'm going to go with Atlanta. They're going to uh, somehow cover that point spread. Philadelphia Eagles versus the Arizona Cardinals. Philly by four and a half points. Everything in my being tells me I'm supposed to take Philly. Right? They've been so good all year. Arizona hasn't been good. This game's in Arizona, correct? I believe so. Okay. The obvious pick is Philly, but it's like too obvious. So for whatever reason, I'm going to take Arizona to cover the four and a half at home. This is where I catch up by a game. So I'm going to go with Philly because they are on fire. And spoiler alert for later. (laughs) So I'm going to go with Philly. All right. Um, It is at Arizona, and uh, I... I do believe Jalen Hurts can get it done, so I'm going to go with Philly as well. 
Uh, real quick, uh, Miami Dolphins uh, versus New York New York Jets. I just want to talk about that. Do you think uh, Tyreek or Jalen Waddle is going to have a huge game against the Jets this week? I don't know. I don't know if I can trust Teddy Bridgewater. I think uh, you can. Potentially, yeah. I, th- I think that, that might be like a sneaky good game. I actually think the Jets are kind of fun to watch. A lot of playmakers. Miami always has playmakers. So I think that game could be kind of sneaky, fun, high scoring. Unless Bridgewater goes in there and just completely like – messes the bed, you know what I'm saying? Then then uh then I think Miami will still be firing pretty good. Any other games you guys want to talk about? <coughs> um I think God we didn't talk about Indy Denver because that was atrocious. The other game I think that kind of intrigues me is um why am I not seeing it on here? It's on the next page. Uh possibly. Oh yeah. Raiders Chiefs. You guys didn't want to talk about that one? Well, you know, we, Jesse we, always we, puts we, it on. I yeah, don't know we've why. been covering the Raiders every week, and uh, I just feel like the the people out there are Aren't sick Raider and tired fans. of the Raiders. Well, also so. it's because it's like uh, the games are like, oh, I mean, not that they're interesting games, I guess, but like to start it, or it, it was at the beginning, it was like, oh, Raiders Chargers, okay, that was a good game, you know, and then every every week it seems like, oh, the Raiders are going to bounce back, they're going to get it together, they're going to get it together, and then they just keep not and. And uh, it's time to move on. <laughs> I, I will say this: I, I don't know what the over. I, I don't have that on here. I don't know what the over and under is on the the Raiders Chiefs game, but I do believe fifty one. Oh, that that's a that's a big one. I'm gonna take the over. Yeah, I think it's yeah, gonna, it's be, gonna be, a, be over. Even a if it's barn w- burner, man. Even it's if it's one sided, it's gonna be over. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be score city, I, because they always those two teams. I mean, when you're in your league. You know, you always know how to play each other, and and I feel like the Chiefs and the Raiders always have a high-scoring game. Fifty-one, the highest over/under of the week. The other one I want to talk about quickly is uh, Cincinnati-Baltimore. I, I I love that game. That's a Sunday night game. That one's fun. Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson. Um, I I really like both of those teams. Both those teams need to win. Both of them two and two. So yep. I think that one's going to be uh, it's really gonna be a good exciting. Game. Absolutely. I I think I'm going to have to go with Baltimore, but um, since he just isn't. They don't have it quite as much as they they did last year, but uh, but yeah, both those teams uh, need need some winning to do. All right, let's move on. I'm surprised Brandon. you didn't talk about uh, your favorite Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> early. Hey, they're three and one. We're not, we'll talk about them when they continue to win later on. Like I told you guys, got an easy schedule. Um, all right, Brandon, you had DJ Moore last week. Balls to the wall, seven catches, 100 yards, two touchdowns. He had six catches for 50 yards. Yeah, he's still not back. He did have like, I think, hey. 13 targets last yeah, week. Yeah, you know, that's not Quarterback Baker Mayfield. Uh, I had Damian Pierce. I said he was going to do 101 yards and two touchdowns. He did 139 yards. Only one touchdown, but is, still. Is that the closest anybody, any of us have gotten on the balls to the wall yeah, all yeah. year? He had a huge so. 75-yard touchdown run, which certainly helped. But uh, yeah. as a Damian Pierce owner, I was happy to see him go balls to the wall. Yeah. But it's just, like, astonishing how f- bad we've been at these. Astonishing. <laughs> yeah, but we also take some long shots. I mean, you took Matt Ryan. Those are some long shots. Those know, are, yeah, really, I mean, really that's really trying yeah. out there. Hey, so. and tonight I, I am going to give you someone who's under 50%. Oh, I'm going to go Yahoo with Matt Ryan okay. again, obviously. Well, Last week you went with Derek Carr. You weren't here, you know, but we talked to your little your little uh, Skeletor. Mini me. Yeah. <laughs> go to go to YouTube, the Fantasy Football Fools, 
and and check out the podcast there. Um, you said Derek Carr was going to do 400 yards and three touchdowns, and he did 180 yards, 188 yards, and zero touchdowns. Well, what I was Jacobs thinking, yeah, I know. I was thinking like, oh, they're gonna. This is the game they finally score, and they did, but it was on the ground, so that didn't help me at all. It's three. Three. So had he thrown, it would have been like, okay, well, at least he got the three touchdowns. You know what I mean? Like, ah, just uh, who cares? They won. <laughs> yeah, they won. <laughs> That's good. All right. Uh, this week, who you guys got? All right. I'm going to go first. So we talked about it earlier and had like the smashing and the passing and the whatever we were doing. And uh, I mentioned Miles Sanders. He had a great week last week. He did like 130 yards or something, and then another 30 receiving, and he had two touchdowns. I think he's going to have a similar week. I'm going to say 125 rushing, 25 through the air, and another two touchdowns. I think, uh, the, and that's why the I picked, uh, I went with their them to win also, is because I think they're on fire and they're going to just keep rolling. I hope Jalen Hurts gets those touchdowns instead because he's on my team. And it's it's Arizona, <laughs> so it's like I think they you can run in Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. Like their defense horrible. isn't. Yeah, so I think no. Miles Sanders keeps it going. Okay. Um, with that, I got kind of a similar uh, mindset. So we again, I said spoiler alert earlier. We talked about running all over Detroit. So I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna go with Ramondre Stevenson. I'm gonna say 140 total yards and two touchdowns. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if like him and Harris match it and they both have uh, over 100 yards and two touchdowns each. Certainly could. And as promised, I'm going to give you someone who's under 50% uh, rostered in Yahoo Leagues this week because, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm giving you guys Damian Pierce, who most people have on his team. This week, this receiver is going to have 125 total yards and two touchdowns. And I'm going to say he's going to have one through the air and randomly one on the ground. Jamar Chase. No, 48% roster. <laughs> oh, oh, I missed that. Okay. Isaiah McKenzie from the Buffalo Bills. Let's cross our fingers he gets through concussion protocol. <laughs> wow, that is really <laughs> balls to the wall. Hey, he practiced today, so he should be okay. There you go. You have it here. Those are the balls to the wall. Check back next week. We'll see where we are. And remember, don't be a fool. Why are you pausing? <laughs> I just want everyone because to you really lost the button again, didn't no, you? No, I really want everyone to remember to not be a fool. Stay in school. Tinder Tommy. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't don't forget that. You got Tinder remember. Boy Twelve. Tinder Boy Twelve. See you next week. Did you guys, you guys miss me last week? Like enough that you guys got a little, a little mini me to sit in my chair because you're like, ah, oh, we can't do this without him. <laughs> <laughs>